Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club, a program designed to help all podcasts reach their full potential. For information about joining the Robots Radio Rocket Club, check out robotsradio.net. Welcome to Wizarding World Lorecast, where we're going to take a deep dive into the world and lore of the Harry Potter universe, such as the creatures, the people, and yes, even the magic. Welcome back, witches and wizards, to another episode of the Wizarding World Lorecast. I am one of your hosts, Ben of Tamaria, uh, followed by one of my co-hosts today, Courier. Courier, how are you doing today? Doing pretty good. Good. So, today, we are going to go over a very special place in the Wizarding World. Uh, We are going to be talking about the magical and only Wizarding community of Hogsmeade. So, I mean, everybody knows Hogsmeade if you, you know, read the Harry Potter books or even watch the films. We see in action, we see Harry and the gang go and visit Hogsmeade on a regular basis. Um, and we even get to experience it in the Hogwarts Legacy, which is, it's such a such a great experience just walking through there through that game oh yeah uh but to kick things off we have uh we're gonna go dive right into the history of hogsmeade so according to tradition hogsmeade was founded in the 10th or 11th century around the same time as hogwarts school of witchcraft and wizardry uh by the medieval wizard of hengist of woodcroft as he was fleeing persecution by muggles. A sign over Hogsmeade identified its year as establishment of 914, though this was a aromatic of Hengist of Woodcraft was not yet alive. So, there's stipulations on when it was actually founded, and so forth. And then uh, we jump quite a bit ahead to 1612, a goblin rebellion took place in the vicinity of the village. Hogsmeade was served as a wizard's headquarters during the rebellion. And then in 1890, so this is the time of Hogwarts Legacy, Victor Wookwood and Rangok uh, unleashed a troll which launched an attack of, uh, on Hogsmeade. It damaged several places including shops. While villagers tried to stop it, a new student at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry intervened and took down the troll which is the character that you create for the game. 
In uh, November of 1926, the Daily Prophet reported that Hogsmeade would play host to the first ever Magical Water Plants Festival. And then sometime in the 1930s, Newton's commander and his brother Theus traveled to Hogsmeade uh, to visit Aberforth Dumbledore looking for Albus Dumbledore. Aberforth told them that his brother and told him that his brother and Albus came to told Theus about how he needed to trust him to the fullest amount or else everything would become undone. They moved towards a nearby villa- a window and Albus showed Theus his blood pact. Which is during, obviously, the events of Crimes Against Grindelwald, which is the second film. Or, no, sorry, Secrets of Dumbledore, the third film. And then, at some point in the village's history, it was acknowledged that some of its residents had tendencies to be practically prone to accidents and to injury, to a point where the unlucky locals were consolidly awarded for their trouble... As of the 1987 to 1988 school year, one of its inhabitants, a former Magical Creatures professor at the nearby Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry, Servius Kettleburn, had received the Hogsmeade Most Maimed Award 10 years in a row. And so we find this out during uh, Harry Potter Hogwarts Mystery, which is a game that takes place during these school years. Before um, Harry even attends Hogwarts. And it's interesting because Cuddleburn, and knowing that he has gotten this award ten, 10 years in a row, if you see him in game, he is literally like half broken because of all the creatures he takes care of. He has one like wooden leg and then a hook for an arm. Because they all were either bitten off or dismembered yeah uh-huh. and then during the school year a festival was held at Hawksmead. so so then we jump to 1993 to 1994 so this is the time of harry's time during school so Harry Potter's first visit to the village outside the train station occurred during the winter of 1993. Because he ran away from his guardians, the Dursleys, he was unable to acquire permission to go, and he visited by the aid of the Marauder's Map. While he managed to sneak around without being seen for the first time, after a close call, Harry used his invisibility cloak for his second trip. And then after an incident that occurred during Harry's second trip to the village, Remus Lupin had covered had cover for him when Professor Snape questioned him about Draco Malfoy's report. He had seen Harry in Hogsmeade uh, when the hood of his cloak fell off uh, of Harry's head. Lupin confiscated the Marauder's map. The confiscation of the map ended Harry's chances of making any more secret trips uh, for the remainder of the school year. Lupin also made Harry rethink his decision ever journeying to the village. And then Neville Longbottom later lost his visitation rights for the remainder of the school year after Sirius Black has used the passwords to Gryffindor Tower, which Neville wrote down uh, that were stolen by Hermione Granger's cat Crookshanks and given to Sirius Black. Later, Sirius, as Harry's godfather, gave him written permission for Harry to visit the village. And this is obviously all in the events of Prisoner of Azkaban, uh, mainly from the book. We do get a little bit here and there. 
in the film, but a lot more detail in the book. Such as, you know, how does Sirius get into the common room? Well, you find out in the book, never wrote down all the passwords because it wasn't the fat lady in charge of the door. It was actually Sir Cadogan, and he kept changing the passwords like every few days. So Neville just started writing them down. And Kirk Shanks was a, a in cahoots with Sirius. Because cats. I don't know. Magical cats. So now we go to the 1995 to 1996 school year. So the year later. Harry along with Hermione and Rong went to visit Sirius Black and Buckbeak in one of the caves in the mountains in the outskirts of Hogsmeade. There, they discuss a strange occurrence surrounding Harry's entrance into the Triwizard Tournament. In the winter of 1995, a group of Hogwarts students that were unhappy about the recent ministry interference at Hogwarts formed Dumbledore's Army. The DEA was an illegal organization centered around Harry Potter, teaching other students defensive and offensive magic. The first meeting was held at Hogshead Pub. This was the first time that any of the trio had been outside inside the dingy pub, Ron sarcastically commented on how lovely it was. And you can actually go experience Hogshead in um, Hogwarts Legacy. It's not that cozy. So, no. And then Hermione thought that the group would be safer in a more uh, secluded spot rather than one filled with numerous people. Sirius Black, however, debased this notion and that the fact the pub was held their meeting in a very half, uh, heavier traffic flow, the less chances of being overheard. Mundungus Fletcher was present in the pub and told the Order everything he overheard. Which, Mundungus is a snake in the order and you know not the best of people in the wizarding world in my opinion and then on valentine's day 1996 harry potter and cho chang held a cup of coffee at uh, madame put a Padafoot's tea shop and sent by roger davis and his girlfriend their date however turned out to be nightmarishly wrong harry already felt highly uncomfortable the moment they set eyes on the cafe's insides as the decors reminded him of Umbridge's office and the intimate couples all around them made it even more awkward. Which, read that in the book, it is super awkward. It is kind of cringy. It has only got worse when Cho started talking about Cedric, which, uh, which made her cry. And then when Harry mentioned, in a way that he lied a misunderstanding, uh, Hermione Granger, uh, she became jealous and left dramatically. To the astonishment of the whole tea room, it stopped and watched them. Harry sw swiftly paid for the coffee and chased after her, but she already disappeared from the street. The experience left Harry with a negative impression on the place as he referred it to as a stupid tea shop when reliving the disaster with Hermione. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, no, just talking about bringing up your dead ex is a big, like, no-go, and Harry is too dense to realize that when he's talking hey, to yeah. girls, it's not a good thing. Yeah. And then Harry's visitation rights for Hog or Hogsmeade were later revoked by Dolores, 
Dolores Unbridge as punishment for the illegally distributing his interview in the Quibbler, but was lifted at the end of the school year following Unbridge's removal from the school. Which, in my opinion, she should have been killed by the Centaurs, but that's a different topic for a different day. And then now we get to the next year, so the 96 to 97 school year. So the first and only Hogsmeade uh, trip to the school year was a was miserable uh, due to extreme cold and bitter wind. Harry thought it was more once that he had Hermione Granger and one Ron Weasley might have had more fun in a warm Gryffindor common room. The trio briefly took shelter in Honeydukes, where Harry had a short conversation with Professor Slughorn. After leaving the sweet shop, Harry, Ron, and Hermione walked through the brick-walled passage to get to the Three Broomsticks Inn for a butterbeer. And then while outside the Three Broomsticks, the trio had run with Mundangus Fletcher. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know how about how I feel about that. Uh, Harry caught Fletcher red-handed and selling black family silver to the bartender at Hog's Head, which had been stolen from Sirius's house. These items and the entire residence of 12 Rumble Place were left into Harry and Sirius's will. This enraged Harry and left he confronted Mundungus using physical force before Mundungus disapparated and went into hiding. Yeah, so the beginning of Half-Blood Prince in the book... Uh, Dumbledore comes to the Dursley house to specifically talk to the Dursleys, where in Sirius's will, uh, Harry is the sole owner of 12 Grimmauld Place with everything in there, including Creature, the house elf of the place. And even though he is not blood relative to the Black family, he was still under, uh, because he was Sirius's uh, godchild, it still worked. magic contracts and whatnot because normally it would have gone to um bellatrix the strange because she was the last living heir to the black family but magic uh during this time madame rosa uh, rosamurda was put under the imperiatus curse and through her katie bell was also placed under the same curse in order to smuggle an opal necklace into hogwarts and a plot to kill professor albus dumbledore attempted by draco malfoy as a result of the near-death experience katie was moved to saint mungo's and her recovery lasted months because of this incident all school trips to hogsmeade were canceled for the rest of the year because you know Draco ruins everything. Yeah. Essentially. And then now we get to the 1997 to 1998 school year. So deciding to look back at the next of Lord Voldemort's Horcruxes and the Death Eater controlled Hogwarts ca- castle, Harry Potter, Hermione Granger, and Ron Weasley apparated into the Hogsmeade village. Their rival set off the Cutterwalling charm alerted the Death Eaters of their arrival. As they were hidden under the invisibility cloak, the Death Eaters decided to send Dementors to find Harry. Uh, the Dementors, sensing fear, rapidly closed in, and Harry, feeling, fearing for his soul and the souls of his friends, cast a Patronus charm to repel them. A door cracked open behind, and Aberforth waved the trio in. Aberforth then convinced the Death Eaters that he had set the alarm he let in his uh his cat out and it was his 
goat Patronus, not Harry Stag, that they actually saw. Okay. Abathorth having a goat Patronus is hysterical because he has a goat in his, the hog's head inn. Because he's like the bartender there and owner, which is kind of funny. Uh, so Harry recognized the man as Aberforth Dumbledore. Albus, Albus's younger brother, Aberforth, wanted to them to escape the village the next morning, believing the Order of the Phoenix finished. Voldemort had already won the war, and those fighting would still be deluding themselves. When Harry refused, saying that they must complete Dumbledore's mission, Aberforth uh, berated Harry and following his brother, and asked if he knew the entire truth about him. Despite hearing Dumbledore's past, Harry intended to complete Dumbledore's mission. Abathorth bowed to the Neville and addressed Arena's uh, portrait, and she disappeared along a dark tunnel, soon returning with another figure, Neville Longbottom. Which we do see all this in the film of Deathly Hollows Part 2. And then during the Battle of Hogwarts, Horace Slughorn wowed the residents of Hogsmeade to come to aid in fighting at Hogwarts. The Hogshead in contained a secret passage into the room requirement at Hogwarts and also served as a route for the Order of the Phoenix members and supporters to enter the school to join the battle. The secret passage wage also served as a means to evacuate underage was, er, students from the school. And then the connection might have been broken since Vincent Crabbe unleashed uh, a fiend friar inside the room requirement, although it is unknown if it was completely destroyed, the room requirement, or merely just partial form of it. Which is true. We don't, we don't know what happens to the room requirement after Deathly Hollows uh, Part 2 or in the book. Uh, fiend fire is very... It's, it's a very powerful curse... Slash spell, meaning it can it takes form of an animal and has a mind of its own, but it's also like basically unending fire. So if anybody watches anime, it's basically Am Amaterasu from Naruto. If anybody even gets that reference. So yeah, so at this point we are going to take a short mid break. And come back with more history with Hogsmeade. Alright, welcome to the middle of the show where we talk about everything to do with the podcast. It has nothing to do with the lore of the Wizarding World. Uh, I just want to remind everyone we do have a Patreon on patreon.com slash wizardworldlorecast to where you can get up to ad-free episodes or depending on the tier, you can even join us on one episode once a month on each. The Join us once a month on the show at one of our tiers. Uh, you can also support us on apple and spotify if you leave a five-star review on apple we will read it out loud on the show and if you read uh, leave some kind words on an episode on spotify we will also read out that read out read that out loud the next time we go on the show um other than that you can find us on the robots radio discord at robotsradio.net where you can find this show we have the uh, channel in the server for the Wizard and World Lore cast. Uh, we also even have a channel for my other show, Holocron Histories, 
as well as the other shows uh, my co-host uh, Teacup from Holocron has, which is Dragon Age, Assassin's Creed, and the Her- Inheritance page by page, as well as a bunch of other shows on that network, such as you know the Mass Effect Lorecast, Witcher, uh, uh, Lord of the Rings, and so much more. So go find us there, talk to us, ask us questions, feel free, because we are always available and we are always on that Discord. And then other than that, we do live stream these episodes every Wednesday at 10 p.m. Eastern, or we try to anyway. Uh, You can find us on Twitter at www.lorecast. So if we do go live, you can find us there on Twitter when I post the tweet and also post tweets if we happen to skip a week because life. But, you know all that things and then we do stream on my twitch channel at ben of tamaria on twitch and uh please go follow i am trying to get my channel affiliated i am about almost less than 20 followers to be able to be affiliated so i am trying to get there so i can do more with the channel and yeah uh do you have anything to add courier uh, I think that covers it. Okay. So let's get right back into it. All right. Now that we're back from the mid-break, uh, we are now in the 2009-2010 year. So everybody might be thinking, okay, how are we in the 2000s when Harry Potter takes place in the 1990s? Well, we have video games. This is specifically from, um, I can't, it's not Hogwarts Mystery, it's another Harry Potter game that's on the App Store you can play, that's set in like the 2000s, and I can't remember the name of the game on the top of my head, sadly. Uh, but during the 2009-2010 school year, a group of students in the search of mysterious map went to the Hogshead Inn through the secret tunnel from Hogwarts to Hogsmeade and to find the portrait of Harold, who knew the map back at Hogwarts Castle and told it told it to them. Uh, Loti Turner cast a doubling charm which there to duplicate the portrait so people wouldn't notice the real portrait of Harold returned to the castle in the inn. Uh, the students also noticed that their history and magic professor, Jacob uh, Gorski, trading with a dark wizard headmistress McGonagall, Eventually found the students and sent them back to the school. Yeah. So yeah, I can't remember what game this is from. It's from a game. I know that for a fact. I just can't remember on the top of my head. And then now we have the 2010-2011 school year. So in 2010, third-year students visited Hogsmeade without breaking the rules for the first time. Headmistress McGonagall had seen them talking to the Trina Crane, likely about the nocturnal order of tricks and magical expeditions, or not me, for short. Victor Grinley staged a fireworks display, which attracted Elliot Evers to the three Hogwarts students, who, upon seeing them, had a duel. Professor Longbottom arrived afterwards, as he was, as he and the students saw red origami birds flying over the village, carrying a message signed by "Not Me." And yes, Neville becomes a professor and the head of house for Gryffindor. 
And then during the school year, the three Hogwarts students, Daniel Page, Ivy Warrington, and their friend uh, often came to Hogsmeade to visit Victor Grinley in his cavern, who forced Daniel into completing a mission of retrieving his lost skeleton key from Not Me. After Daniel returned the key to him, there was a big fight in the dungeon of Grinley's cavern. Among Grinley himself, the students, the kidnapped Professor Longbottom, and the mentors. So, yeah. And then we now have, jumping from history, we have now the shops and buildings in Hogsmeade. So, we have the Sir DeWin's Cauldron, which is a shop that specializes in cauldrons. Uh, Dervish and Bangs, a helpful shop that sold and repaired some magical instruments. We have Dogweave and uh, Deathcap, which is a herbology shop. Demonic Mastro's Music Shop, which is a music shop ran and operated by Dominic Mastro. We have Gladdung's Wizardware, a closing shop that was also very loose of socks, including ones that screamed when they were getting too smelly. Yeah, just think of that, having your socks screaming at you because they stink. Just, just Just have that as a thought there. We have Headdressing Salon, a headdressing salon where students got their haircuts done. It was also across the street from Honey Dukes. We have the Hayden Family Shop, a shop owned by Corey Hayden's parents. Uh, we have the Hogsmeade Post Office, which is obviously an owl post office. Hogsmeade Station, which is obviously the railway station. We have the famous Honey Dukes, a sweet shop that had an entrance to the secret passage into the Hogwarts in its cellar. We have J. Pippin's Potions, a chain of apothecaries established in 1753. We have Madame Puddlefoot's Tea Shop, the haunt of happy couples, according to Harry Potter. Usually couples went there on dates. Uh, we have Ollivander's, which is a local branch of the wand shop. Hogsmeade's branch of Portage Cauldron Shop, which is a Hogsmeade branch shop that sold cauldrons. We have Skiven Shaft's Quill Shop, a shop of all types of quills. We have the Shrieking Shack, an infamous and most frightening building in Britain. The villagers thought it was haunted, but they didn't know it was actually the werewolf Remus Lupin making scary noises there when he was transformed. We have Spent Witch's Sporting Needs, a shop of all sporting goods. Hogshead Inn, which is a dingy pub owned by Dumbledore's brother, Aberforth Dumbledore, which hosted a secret passage into Hogwarts created by the Room of Requirement. We have Stitches and Dots, a store which sold a bunch of random items. The Haunted Hogsmeade Shop, which is a mysterious shop owned by Cassandra Mason, which is the PlayStation exclusive quest uh, on Hogwarts Legacy. It's, okay, the quest itself is a super terrifying because basically um they basically made what if we can make a hogwarts and harry potter game into a horror game that's basically what that quest is i played it like two in the morning and that was probably the dumbest thing i've ever done it was absolutely terrifying Uh -uh. and the shop's not that impressive you get to name it and then you just sell things for 10 percent more gold that is it you don't even buy anything, which is kind of a disappointment. 
Uh, we have the Magic Neep, which is a grocer or green grocers. The Three Bro- Three Broomsticks Inn, which is a pub owned by Madame Myrta. The Tomes and Scroll, a specialist book uh, bookshop, first established in 1768. The Wizarding Wireless Network Headquarters, which is the main headquarters of the popular radio station. So they don't use, like, technology as cell phones or phones or anything like that, but radio waves are a little different because it's still, like, old tech but not, like, modern tech because they don't like using muggle stuff. And then we have Zonko's Joke Shop, which is the famous joke shop. So now we have the passageways to Hogwarts. So Hogsmeade and Hogwarts had shared history as well. There was one passage from the castle to the main entrance of Hogsmeade. There was at least eight secret passages that ran between the school and Hogsmeade, all but which two were built for reasons unknown. It is possible that they were used during the major historical events, such as the 1612 Goblin Rebellion that centered in Hogsmeade, and at least two of them were in the final uh, battle to defeat Voldemort. So we have Hogwarts backside to the village, the right side. There was a passage with brick walls stretching from the backside of the castle all the way to the right side of the village. We have Hogwarts third floor corridor to Honeyduke Cellar. Uh, to enter the cellar from, hot, uh, from Hogwarts, one needed to tap the statue of the one, one-eyed witch in the third floor corridor to say, Dissimendum. It led to the trap door of the floor to the, to the Honeyduke Cellar. Unknown to Filch, this passage was discovered somehow by James Potter, Sirius Black, Remus Lupin, and Peter Pettigrew, who included it on the Marauder's Map. Fred and George used it extensively and eventually taught Harry how to use it through it as well. We have the Whomping Willow to the Chicken Shack. So when Remus Lupin came to Hogwarts as a werewolf, this passageway was built in... Uh, the Womp- Whomping Willow planted to give them a place to go when he transformed every full moon. The tunnel was ascended by approaching the nod on the trunk trunk of the Whomping Willow to immobilize the tree and led to the basement of the Shrinking Shack. We have the rumor requirement to the Hogshead Inn, a secret passage that opened in 1998 to allow renegade Hogwarts students who were in hiding to access food. Though the door was plain sight in the room requirement, the passageway could only be accessed from the Hogshead through the portrait of Ariana Dumbledore on the second floor of the inn. The secret passage behind the mirror on the fourth floor, Fred and George Weasley used this passageway, also an unknown to Felge, extensively until it was caved in the winter of 1992. And then we have the four secret passages that Filch knows about. Not all these passages necessarily lead to Hogsmeade, though most of them probably do. Regardless, nobody can use them because Filch keeps a watch over them. One of these is behind the statue of Gregory the Sammy. <coughs> and then now we have nonetheless behind the scenes. So, in all film adaptations to date, Hogsmeade has been shown as a very small, snowy roof array of shops. According to the Harry Potter film Wizardry, the set designers made the decision that Hogsmeade is permanently above the snow line. In real life, this would tend to accumulate glaciers, which are no longer possible in Scotland due to the current warm climate. Uh, there is a recreation of Hogsmeade Village in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter and Universal's Islands of Adventure in Orlando, Florida. 
which is true, and it's gorgeous and great. If you haven't been to Florida and you haven't been to Universal, go, because the Wizarding World is so immersive. I haven't been since they added Diagon Alley, so I have only experienced the Hogsmeade stuff. But I'm, ten, I'm I'm planning on going at some point to experience the whole thing with the expansions and all. And they added a lot more to the park. You can actually now interact with the park, which is great. Go around Halloween. Halloween time. Go, go around during the fall because they actually have Death Eaters walking around the park, which is kind of awesome. And then uh, use of magic in Hogsmeade is regulated by certain unspecified spell limits and uh, you find this out pretty quickly in uh so i mean so in hogwarts legacy you can use spells in hogsmeade you just it's a no fly zone there is a barrier over the uh village to where you can't fly and then google maps gives the location of hogsmeade on the northern slopes of surgatrelor uh uh, peak of the Grey Coney, Crony uh, in the Scotland Highlands, about 25 miles west of Iverness. Uh, the site is a remote wilderness and be reached only by experienced and well-equipped hi- uh, hill hikers. A general view of the area is available on geograph.org.uk. It seems to be likely the spot was chosen for its inaccessibility. Blah. So they basically just put on Google Maps just to say, hey, Hogsmeade is on Google Maps, essentially. <laughs> and then in Hogwarts Legacy, the founding year of the Hogsmeade was given 914. And this is consistent with Professor Ben's statement that the exact founding year of Hogwarts, which Hogsmeade founder attended, uh, is uncertain around a thousand years ago. Hogsmeade was founded in 1078. 1,078 years prior to the statement in 1992. So there's some inconsistencies of, like, when was Hogsmeade actually founded. Like I said at the beginning. So, there's that. But, uh, that is all we have on Hogsmeade. Um, if you want to experience more of the village... You could either, you know, go and fly down to to Universal, or if you live in Florida, go to Universal. Or you can experience it through Hogwarts Legacy, where you have a fun-filled time as your own wizard or witch in the game. And experience so, so much more of an immersive, immersive, immersive story and environment. Like, I've seen two students uh, shoplift Zonko's... uh, joke shop in the game and like the owner at the time hog ties them when they're running outside and like is berating them and telling them like this they're dumb and they're stupid and all that stuff while fizzing fees uh fizz are exploding in their pockets which are like little tiny fireworks so they're like things are exploding in their pockets while they're hog tied on the ground and are getting berated by the owner and it's fantastic <laughs> but uh yeah uh is there anything else you want to add to this episode courier uh i think you covered it all okay so thank you for listening to the wizard and world lore cast and remember the wand chooses the witch or wizard thank you for listening to wizard and world lore cast 
You can find us on the Robots Radio Discord at robotsradio.net. You can follow us on Twitter at www.lorecast. And you can email us at wizardandworldlorecast at gmail.com. <laughs>